With the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. That's 4% cash back on We Scream for ice cream. Oh, oh, I want strawberry. And 4% while you're screaming at the amusement park. The Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% on dining and 4% on entertainment. Now, when you and the family go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA. You are now listening to one of the hottest podcasts out, the Hood Geniuses Podcast, with host Ms. 100, Lady T. This is Lady T. And this is Ms. 100. We are the Hood Geniuses Podcast, and this is episode 28. We have with us Maxine Golden. I mean, Gooden. I'm sorry about that. We're going to keep this going, though. Um, she is the founder and director of Women of Valor 74, and it's a mentorship program for young women in the ages of 12 to 18, right? Okay. Yeah, so we're going to um, start this episode, and I'm going to give the mic to Maxine and um, explain to the people out there about your mentoring program. Hi, everybody. So basically, um, my mentoring program um, is called Women of Valor. Um, I mentor young girls between the ages of 12 and 18. Um, Basically, um, we meet twice a month, um, two Saturdays a month. Um, We basically do one Saturday, we do Girl Talk, which is when we just sit down and we talk about um, events that have happened during the week or whatever they feel like talking about. The other Saturday will consist of um, a workshop, um, and the workshops are just different things that um, the girls they are facing. I will have a speaker come in, um, talk about maybe finances, um, loving yourself, um, sex trafficking, and um, things like that. Oh, okay. Um, so, let me, you know, first let you know, thank you for coming on the Hood Geniuses Podcast. You know, this is definitely um, a great thing because you actually, you know, from me reading your bio, you actually represent everything about what the Hood, Hood Geniuses Podcast represents as far as with for, for many people that don't know. Um, this was started because we wanted to give people that's from the urban setting, the AKA the hood, a platform, whether they have a business, mentoring programs, artists, rappers, singer, model, DJ, you know, just to have open conversations and to promote their brand or, you know, their programs and stuff like that, because there are a bunch of intelligent geniuses that grew up in the hood and people fail to realize because that stigma that we always get you know and i'm talking about black people you know the stigma of all the negativity drug dealers you know kids you know coming from broken homes and all that kind of stuff like that but this podcast is to provide the opposite of what's what is known you know what i mean but i'm gonna start this off by saying well by asking you you born and raised in Philadelphia, right? Yes, that's correct. Born and raised in Philadelphia. Um, I lived um, like six in Cayuga. We moved from there to um, near 22nd and Lehigh uh, with my mom. I went to Whale Penn High School. Um, and now I'm, I'm currently residing in the Northeast. Oh, okay. So you're a North Philly chick. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no. Now you know, you know, Lady T. Lady T represents Northside. You know, I represent West Philly. Now, when I was coming up, you know, it always was like, you know, certain chicks. You know, when you, you know, you know, the homies would say, "Yo, Dan, who?" You know where your chick from? You be like, oh damn, you know she she from Mount Airy. Then they'll say, oh she a little bougie John or whatever, because you know the different sections of Philly. For those who don't know, that's not from Philly, because we do have less listeners from you know internationally now. You know I checked them stats, but uh, anyway, <laughs> let me get back to what I was saying. But coming up, you you always know it was like even with the dudes. You know what I'm saying? The dudes from West Philly was hustlers and killers. You know, um, the boys from North, hustlers, keep it real, very down to earth. Same with the females. Most of the females from North was always the realest, down to earth, and you could just really have a good time with. Now, I don't, I never had a chick from Northeast. I didn't even go in Northeast. South Philly was known for females setting you up Set and robbing up. you. You know, you know what I'm saying? Um, Southwest, they was just grimy. And that's for the men and the females. Um, I'm, miss, I'm missing, uh, what's this? Germantown. Uh, Germantown, they was like shaky. You know, uh, like kind of, I don't know. It's kinda, what would you say, Lady T, about the different sections and stuff? You know what you you know that you know that I just want to jump into asking some questions. You know, I'm I'm really excited um, because you know Lady T is always with the fist up. You know the Tupac of the show, and it's just great to have someone on here that's positive, a black woman that's positive, and is doing things and giving back to the community, which we rarely have. So I'm just really excited about that. Really excited. Yeah, because you know. Really, it's not a lot of people doing enough for the city. You know, they bitch and complain about what's needed, but we have to have action. You know, all the meeting and meeting and talking and we need this, need that. Nah, you have to create action to have progression. And what I like that Ms. Gooden is doing is all her actions is turning into progression. You know, I remember when... You, you first started, you know, mentioning this to me. And I was like, damn, you got that going on? That's what's up. And you got the ball rolling. Um, but I want to ask you this question. How has growing up in an urban setting shaped your worldview and, you know, mold you as a person? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, well... <sighs> Let's just say growing up, my childhood was not the best. Um, My mom did the best that she could do in raising me. Um, But of course, as we know, sometimes there are um, generational, I call them generational curses, where um, because your parent was raised a certain way, they tend to raise you the same way. And sometimes that way is not always the best way. Um, For some reason outside of that, I just... um, It was implanted in me just to want more, um, to see outside of where I grew up at, um, to see outside of where I lived at, to see outside of the family I was born into. Um, And so in using that and and, and just um, 
just wanting to reach out to young girls that are in the quote unquote hood um, to, to give them something to let them know that just because you're in a certain place doesn't mean you have to conform to that place. Um, if you have a vision for yourself, then you are able to achieve that vision. Um, I am 43 years old and when I tell you I'm still striving towards visions for myself which means it doesn't matter how old you are if you have a vision you keep pushing until you get there Um, but I do know a lot of times these young girls don't have a mentor or don't they know where they want to be or where they want to get to but they just don't know how to get there so sometimes it just takes that one person to um, give them the exact steps to get there okay yeah you know that's important you know, everything that you said with your answer, very important and sticking on to your visions that you have and reaching them goals don't matter the age. Because, you know, some people, you know, their vision might be only, you know, selling drugs for a living, you know, and you already know where that ends up. We did an episode about that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But I'm going to go on to the next um, question. Uh, I was reading your bio and... I don't know if this was in your bio or if it was on your Instagram. Uh, um, I said, um, I see you had a, a BS in psychology. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so working in behavior health, is that like your background? Um, yes. I did, mm-hmm. case, I did case management for seven years, um, but I got tired of doing it. Because, of course, as we know, it's you only could go but so far doing it. So um, that's why this mentoring program was, was really important in getting started because I needed to get to the inside of um, young women and not just be in a work environment doing case management where you just doing a job and not really going deep as to why um, these people or young women are in these circumstances. You know what? I knew somebody that did that. And um, they would say <clears throat> they felt as though they wasted their schooling and their loan money to go to school for. No, for real. That's real. That's real. Talk. Real talk. And they felt like they was just went to school to push fucking papers. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned that you said you was doing um, case management, case management, which you know. It, it is actually pushing papers and chasing people down to make sure they go into their programs or to tell them about different programs and referrals and stuff, this and that. It could be a nuisance. I mean, especially if you was working in the herbs setting. You was yes. working? Okay. Yeah, that's, you know, you know, you know, I work in the medical field. Lady T works in the medical field. They just want their medicine and their utility forms filled out. You know what I'm saying? All that other stuff, chasing them down to get their x-ray or their back pain and all. They ain't trying to hear all that. They just want the handouts and keep it moving. But um, I'm going to the next question. Okay, okay. To be honest, that's true with the case management. You just pushing papers and stuff like that. But you got to have a bigger vision. Because unfortunately in this world, you got to have that paper to back you up, to give you credibility. So my whole point of, and I'm not done schooling yet, because my vision is to have my own counseling place for young women where it's mine. So I can go as deep as I want to, you know what I mean? Run it how I want to. So that's my vision. 
So I think sometimes getting the degree is not in vain. It just depends on what you want to do with it. And so for my vision, it ain't case management. That's what I started out with, but that's not my vision to do. So yeah. it's to carry it a little further. Yeah, and you know what you just said as far as um, you want to have your own counseling center like that. Now, I'm not a racist, but I'm about to say some real shit, right? The, the way I see it now, and especially, you know, the things that's going on with Lady, Lady T's son teachers and, and, and my daughter teachers, at this point, I only want my daughter, myself, I want black people to, <laughs> to school me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I want a black doctor. I want people that look like me to pass off my medicine, to pass off my results, to to teach my daughter. Because what's happening is it's like the um, there is a difference. They like to say, oh, it's, it's just a human race. No, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? There is in America only see black and white. You know, let's let's put that out there. But going back to what you said, that's needed because these young women, they need to see another woman that's helping them because a lot of these young women feel like they ain't have no help. You know, they come from broken homes, getting disrespected by their parent, you know, mother or father, people, different people in the family. Then they go out here and walk these streets. Look at these losers out here in the streets, you know, pants hanging off their ass, trying to holler at them. You know what I'm saying? Getting disrespected all day. So they feel not loved. So they need that individual in their life, such as you, to actually provide that positive reinforcement, which is a great thing that you're doing. Lady T, I see you over there. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't wait to get out your words. You know what I'm saying? I know it. I know it. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it short, and I'm not going to be long-winded. Uh, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but I'm very happy and excited to have you here. Thank you. Um, also, reading your bio, I got a little emotional, you know, because it touched home, you know, and that's real talk. I said I was going to do this, but hold it back. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um, I just want to know, um, how do you find the strength? Where do you find the strength? Juggling three jobs. Because you have three jobs. You're a full-time mom. Mm -hmm. You're working. Mm -hmm. And you're mentoring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not to mention I have some brave pesky of nieces as well. So So four. (laughs) So four. I just need it. Let me, uh, wait, but let me just get a cape out. <laughs> Wonder Woman came out last week, but we got the real Wonder Woman sitting right here. Okay, she killed the box office, but we we killing it right here on Hood Geniuses right now. Okay, yeah. Wonder Woman, please. Oh, Who? Yeah. Maxine Good. That's what I'm talking about. And cheers to you, baby. Cheers to you, baby. Oh, goodness. Thank you. I'm, 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 listen. Um, listen. I'm very spiritual, um, and so God gives me the strength to do what I am doing. Um, it's like it's 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 a passion that has always been in me for years. And when I think again about my past and my background and things that have happened and how I was raised, God prepared me for this from day one. So that's where I get my strength from. My strength is to do what I'm here to do because honestly, we all have a job here. 
Definitely. The whole point is just finding out what that job is and getting it done before you're, you're going. Um, so that's where my strength comes from. And then, you know, it's I have a daughter that is seven. She'll be eight. And she's by my side mo- mostly 99% of the time. This is the weekend she's with her dad. But um, I know she's watching me because she has been with me on um, some of my outings with my girls. Okay. Um, she has seen me talk to people about my program. And when I'm looking out the side of my eye, I can see her intently staring at me. So I know that when I'm done, she's going to continue that legacy. And I know that I'm building something for her. As well as my sons. I have my 18-year-old and I have, um, a t- well, he'll be 23. He's in college. And I know they also look at me um, and, and admire what I'm doing. So when they have their little girlfriends, they be like, Mom, can you please talk to her? And I'm like, all right. You know, so um, it's, <laughs> it's a natural thing. And like I said, my strength comes from God. It's just getting the job done. That's all. I, I don't... I, just do what I gotta do. Awesome. I tell you, I tell you, woman of God, God within. I tell you, right here. <laughs> like I said, she represents yeah, everything. You know, I gotta give her the, you know, the, the badge of salute. You know, she's an official hood genius. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to the next. My, well, my next question. Um, with so many obstacles with our youth. Um, that they have to face growing up in the urban setting with broken homes, no stable mental foundation, violence and poverty. What would be your approach to the young ladies dealing with these obstacles? Um, I think I kind of touched on it earlier. Um, Basically, just not being a product of your environment. Um, I think, again, And that's another reason why my program, I think, is so important because I can talk to them from a real point of view. I'm not just somebody with degrees or somebody trying to analyze them and say A, B, C, and D. I can tell you that I I probably nine times out of ten, I've been through what you done been through and probably more. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't a product of my environment because my vision for myself was bigger than where I was from. Um, and, and let's be real. I'm going to be real. I have exceeded most of my family members because my vision is bigger. You know, some people get just stuck where they are and, and I feel bad for them. But, you know, my vision has just been bigger. And so I just don't I just don't stop. And so um, they just need to have a bigger vision. They need to have more role models out here. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, but I'm going to be real since we being real. Um, a lot of the moms, like, I mean, Ooh. let's be real. I'm on Facebook and on Instagram, and you want here posting half-naked pictures and all of this, and your daughters are watching. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, what what type of example are you are you making? Um, it's bad enough they don't have positive examples anyway. They have the Nicki Minaj's and all of that. Like, I mean, you know, so... Um, it's just, you know, they need people to um, give them alternatives and just let them know you don't have to be a product of your, of your environment. All it take, takes is strength and just, again, just I, I, I keep saying it and I'm going to keep saying it, is having a vision. You have to have a vision. If you don't have a vision, you're going to remain where you are. Yeah. And that's it. That's yeah. yeah. You know, I like to always believe that the greatest teachers are the ones that experience that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the problem that I'm having with the teachers mm-hmm. for my daughter. Mm-hmm. These jokers most likely was 
average students in college and just chose to say, oh, it's easy to be a teacher. So they say, okay, I feel like I'm going to give back. I'm going to go to the, the hood and teach a bunch of black kids. But you're not even, a, you wasn't even a good student. You know what I'm saying? And where I'm going with that is they don't have the experience. They don't have no kids. They in front of a class with 25 to 30 kids sometimes. They don't know how to control our kids. They don't even understand us. If you don't even understand an, a black adult, how you going to understand the kids? You know what I'm saying? And then you, you went to school for psychology. You know all the stuff that's happening in kids' mind at certain ages. You know what I mean? It's a lot of things that goes on in between certain ages. And if you don't have a full grip of knowledge of knowing that and then your own experiences, you know what I mean? Like, you, Lady T, remember when you were told me you was in a class just, it was yeah. a day to observe. I was actually born with and I was in the class with she, she took over the class. She took over the class. The teacher was asking me, did I have my background clearance, you know, so maybe I could be assistant teacher. Right. I just shook my wow. head at her. Like, why are you even here? Yeah. And I wasn't even raising you, my voice. I was just looking and just peacefully talking. Right. Because they saw themselves. They saw a reflection exactly. of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was just able to just control it with my eyes. Mm-hmm. With, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they felt the energy. Right. right you know, right. with her, it's like, you know, it's push off. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here, but don't touch me. That's what I got from her. Right, right. You know, but when it was with me, they was able to come up to me, put their hand on my hand. Right. I was able to put my arm around them, mm-hmm. give them a hug and say, look, for me, can you just for me, just be good today. Right, Just right. be good today. When I come pick up my son, I, I want a good report on you. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you going to do that for me? And I mean, with big joy in their eyes, they're like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And yeah. she's looking at me, yeah, that's all it took. Right, right. Was genuine, just genuine. Being genuine with them mm-hmm. and respect, right? Exactly. Because you got them, they're little humans, they're little people, they're little they grown are. people, and little, you know, right, right. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think sometimes <laughs> what it comes down to is that um, with the teachers as well, that these kids come from home sometimes where they don't get that encouragement, right. where they don't get those hugs, right. and so then they come to the classroom and you're not giving them none of that. That's mm-hmm. going to make it worse, right? Sometimes these kids only act out because number one, they I always be like when kids act out, there's a deeper issue. They right. ain't acting out just to act right, out. Exactly. Something's going on inside, something's going on at home. Mm-hmm. And until we find teachers or, or you know, they took all the counselors and stuff out of the schools, yeah, unfortunately. They knew they was doing. But yeah, but until we find teachers that can really understand that and know how to deal with it accordingly instead of chastising, kicking them out of class, labeling them you're bad or you're angry. You know what I mean? I think we got to start. I I really think that the whole school system needs to be redone over. Because these kids nowadays, they can't sit still there. You know, you're talking for hours. Mm -hmm. I can't sit for hours. Yeah, that's not how they learn anymore. You know what I mean? So it's just just a lot. But it takes parents, though. It does. It takes parents to step up. And again, unfortunately, parents are too busy not being parents. Yeah. They're stuck on and social that's, media. Yes. Worrying yeah. about competing yeah. with their children. Mm-hmm. And You're that's the problem. Compe- competing with their children as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. The daughters, yeah. You know, Absolutely. And, and also, um, I just want to say that since we're on this subject, because you know I was already heated about <laughs> it. Um, I actually witnessed my son's teacher. Like, he went up to give her a hug and say, you know, see you tomorrow. We'll have a good day. And she went like this one. Really? Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. don't you ever. Mm-hmm. 
touch her, hug her ever again. Right, right. I don't want that spirit rubbing off of mm-hmm. me. I don't want that mm-hmm. energy rubbing off of right, me. Right, right, right. Breaking it home. Right, right. You know? and wow. So, and she's, and it, she's white. She's a Caucasian. Yeah. She's a Caucasian. My son is five years old. He's wow. very affectionate. Wow. And at that very age, that's how they are. Very that's affectionate. Are. And she went like this to him. And I witnessed her doing that to other children as well. Wow. So, you know. And that, could, right. that yeah. damages them. And they don't even right. understand that. Right. At five years old. Right. Because it, 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 what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So now you're questioning yourself. Because mm-hmm. now at five and going on up, they actually learn themselves. You know, personality. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and some of them are strong. Very, you know, very. and... Something like that can really damage them at that age. I remember things when I was four or five years old. Right, right. Wow. So, that's crazy. And he, that, to me, that was racist. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. And then, absolutely. The, when, you ask, when, when you ask her questions, what, what, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So when I actually went in, the, you know, that was another day. And I actually told him, I said, that's very ignorant. You never say what to a person. You say yes or mm-hmm. maybe even hi. Right. But not what. Like, right. What is like, you're bothering me. But the good thing is you're a mom showing him. Right. A lot of parents don't do that. Right. Right you know, And that's, that's the sad part And that's what you're here for Yes, yes. I'm, I'm gonna try Great women like you <laughs> Women of Valor 74 Baller like Baller 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 Oh listen Oh my Oh my Oh my Oh my Oh I told y'all. I told you. No, my son said Valor to us. I'm sorry, Valor. Yes, Valor. Valor is very important. Valor means strength. Valor means, if you ever look up the word Valor, it means strength in the face of adversity. Wow. And so, you know, that word was very, very important. Actually, let me break it down. I got to break it down. Okay. Um, Valor stands for, I broke it down, victorious, action, loyal, optimistic, revolutionaries. Oh, wow. So that's how I broke that down. I won't forget it. And that's how, <laughs> and that's how, um, you know, that stands for myself and any young woman that is in my program. That's my goal to make sure that she knows that. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. That is you awesome. Know, um, you know, I'm loving this. Yeah, this is good, yo. <laughs> you know, Lady T over here, she in her bag or whatever. <laughs> um, but this is good. This is this is what we welcome. You know, we always reaching out to different people. Some reply, some don't. It is what it is. But I'm going to my next question. Some of the most successful people in life had or still have a mentor. Explain the importance of having a mentor in life. Okay, I'm going to be real. I didn't have a mentor for myself. Um, And so, again, I think that's why this passion has been in me for a long time. My mentor, and I kid you not, was God. And and I'm going to keep saying that as well because, again, um, coming from my background, coming through things I've been through, only by the grace of God having his hand on me is, you know, having me where I am now. Um, So having a mentor is very important because, again, you have the girls that are in the middle. They can either go to the left or go to the right. It all depends on who comes into their life and guides them the right way. So what I'm trying to do is catch those girls that are in the middle and make sure they stay on the right path. Not go to the left, but stay going right. You know what I mean? Um, and then you have those girls that have completely gone to the edge. Um, and um, it takes a lot more work with those girls. A lot more work with those girls. Um, but again, the girls that are in the middle, having a mentor will just direct them in the right direction, and so they stay on that right path. So I think it's very, very, very important. 
very important. I just um so with you saying that um the hardest ones are the ones that definitely to the far left. Mm-hmm. So is it just them gaining your trust and knowing that you're just not going to, I guess, forsake them and like you know just disappoint them as as they always been disappointed in their life. Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> um. I think part of it is probably gaining the trust. Um, I think a lot of it, too, is just example. Like, I think, and being real. I mean, I think, and I'm going to be real with you on this. I think a lot of times patterns are repeated because the parents and the grandparents don't want to tell their stories. You have to tell your story. Because if you don't tell your story, you can sit there and talk to your child all day. But if they don't know the realness of it, they're not going to listen. So if you tell your story and then you sit down and you talk to them, nine times out of ten, they'll listen more so. You know, so my thing is, I don't have a problem with telling my story. I have a story for a reason. It used to be, I don't want to tell my story. But now, I'm like, I'm going to tell you my story because I know nine times out of ten, you done been through something. And when I share my story, you're going to see that I'm being sincere. You're going to see that I'm being real. And I'm coming from you with a passion and not just, oh, I just want to get in your head or I got this degree. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, I think you just you just got to be real and tell your story. And with you saying that, um, just keeping it real with them. Um, I have a 14 year old daughter. And from day one, I kept it real with her mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. my situation and what happened to me when I was younger. Like you said, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. instead of holding it in. I figured that I shared that with her so she could understand why it was like a boot camp. Right. It, you know, it was, Mom, you were crazy. Mom, um, you just overprotective. Mom, Mom. And I had to let her know why. Right. You know, I was saying it to her when she was younger, but she wouldn't understand. But constantly saying over like a broken record, they'd get in the mm-hmm. head. So mm-hmm. when she got older and I was telling her, she was understanding that I was just repeating myself. Exactly. I don't want mm-hmm. the same thing to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Now... Um, my mother, she was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was some things that she couldn't, you know, protect me from. Of course. Of course. You know, right. and I never blamed her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just, well, she, she's she's no longer here with me. But mm-hmm. before she left this earth, I let her know that you did all you can do. Absolutely. It's some evil and sick people out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone is born with God in them. Mm-hmm. It's your choice whether you want to live he- heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. What path you want to go down. Right. And like you said, without the correct parenting, parents at home, of course you're going to go left. Right. But it's people like you and... You know, I'll say myself as well because I, I I love what you're doing and I would like to campaign and get on board with you as well. Mm-hmm. That if we don't do it, we don't get back. They're mm-hmm. going to be lost. Absolutely. So we all have a job here. Absolutely. It could be something small. It could be something big. And mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be money. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. some kind words to a person Absolutely. could prevent a lot of things. Absolutely. You know, just Absolutely. sharing, breaking half. Can mean mm-hmm. a lot to mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. and you know that's why I just think that you're definitely an inspiration to young mm-hmm. women, older women, because a lot of older women are lost out here. They don't feel as though that they need to get back. Mm-hmm. They're being selfish, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. and like with the men, with the young men, women need to be like that with the young women today. Instead of competing with them mm-hmm. and upset because maybe they got the eye of an older man or these guys right. out here, right, right. Absolutely. Stop being competitive. Mm-hmm. And just get back, mm-hmm. you know. We have to be mothers to all, mm-hmm. you know. This not who you carry in your womb, right? Absolutely, it you takes know, a village. That's it saying. definitely it takes a village. Definitely, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, that's the problem. A lot of our ways have been lost. You know, our our old traditions is not being used no more, which is sad. But 
the the saddest thing is going on what you said, Max, as far as the older like our parents, they still hold on traditions that shouldn't be held on no more. You know what I mean? Something simple as eating hog mugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like no, nah, no, nah, you know, you know how I put a twist on shit, yo. <laughs> You know what I mean? But like, you know. Right, I got you. Yeah. We have a choice now. You know, it's still that slavery mentality and I find I talk about that a lot. You know, that slavery mentality of um being molested by a family member mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. and not saying mm-hmm. nothing because you know we still want to keep our family tight because that's all we yes. have and it's not right it's it, it messes you up mentally it does you know and i'm gonna I'm I'm go or i'm gonna stick to that real quick mm-hmm. um and also you know i'm gonna just be real like and i keep saying i'm gonna just be real oh, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes you know i'm not going to say the person but they were molested so sometimes I would say certain things. And they'd be like, well, I, um, you know, I am strong or I made it through. It's okay to be strong, but what kind of strength is it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the strength of um, talking about it, freeing yourself from it, that's strength. Mm-hmm. And then moving forward is strength. Mm-hmm. Just because you're going through life and you done, you done um, let's say, achieved a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And kind of, I would say, forget about what happened. That's not strength because you're still holding it in, and it's mm-hmm. still affecting you. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 then you have kids, and again, it's that generational thing. And sometimes people don't get. It. Do you know how many people I know? I'm just going to say in my family alone, who have been molested by family members, and have not talked about it. Um, and, and it has gone on for generations and generations and generations and generations and it's kept hush hush. Mm-hmm. This has happened in a lot of families and we're, we're supposed to live with that. Right, yeah. Again, it stopped with me. I'm not living with it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to free myself up from it. Mm-hmm. And even if that person don't know that it was wrong, I forgive you for that. Because sometimes you don't know what made them do what they did because that means you were raised Something went wrong while you were being raised. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. So you have yeah. to forgive them. Um. And it, again, it just. But you have to again just. But, be real. But, you, you said forgive. But, 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 forgive. but you know, I'm gonna okay. tell you this. I can't forgive. I can't. I can't forgive the people that continuously put a blanket on it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the person that did it. The, I understand people like that. They sick. They mentally sick. And they they need help, mm-hmm. real talk. Because mm-hmm. if you know about um, predators like rapists like that, it's a, it's an illness. Like they get a um, adrenaline rush off of conquering and it's and, about and power. it's about power. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the problem I have is with like you said, those families that want to throw it under the rug and continuously put a blanket on it. I have a problem with those people because they know it's wrong. And it's not being brought to the surface and it's damaging the victim which is your family that family member that you're supposed to love so who is who is really the problem the problem is the person the people that's with got with the blanket in their hand you know what i'm saying oh, don't get me started on that that whole no snitching logic i i'm i ain't gonna start with that but um let me go on to the next question. Hold up, hold up. What's that? When you say that um, the problem is, the problem is with them as well. 
But yeah. also too That when you start mentally Acting out And acting crazy They, they want to point the finger And blame you And mm-hmm. say Oh there's something wrong with you Even though they know What happened mm-hmm. They want to send you out To a crazy house <laughs> You know Oh yeah. you be the black sheep Of the family mm-hmm. You know That's the problem Yeah And you know also um, You know Black people Black people got a problem With not accepting therapy they think therapy is somebody being nosy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want this motherfucker in my business. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, no. We all <laughs> we all know healthy conversation stimulates positive reinforcements and you get those endorphins going in your brain, you know, that oxytocin floating in your brain. You know, I'm stunting on y'all right now. Yeah, no, no, you know. Hood hood break down this positive seeds. Yeah. Positive seeds, planting them positive seeds. Exactly. You ain't saying you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you know, but to the ignorant folk. They learned something today. But um <laughs> what I what I was saying was that what was I saying? Y'all threw me off. Right, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go back to what I was saying. Um, the therapy, like people wanting people to be in their business, but y'all know it's good to have healthy conversation. You know what I'm saying? It makes you feel good after you have you get something out that you was holding on that's burning your organs up, and then you get it out and you talk to somebody that's a good listener and. That's knowledgeable of the experiences that you went through and not going to say no stupid stuff. It feels good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for whatever reason, some of our own think paying somebody to get in their head is is not conducive to their um, situation, whatever. Right, right. But, you know. It's needed. I, I can tell, tell you, I, when, I, um, when I turn 40... Mm-hmm. I was going through these crazy emotions. I didn't know, I didn't know what they were. I was like not happy. I like wanted to cry at the drop of a dime. Now I know it was that big 40. So right, you know right, those emotions. Right. But you know, a girlfriend of mine was like, you know, I have this therapist. She was like, she's really good. Go see her. So I'm like, all right. When I tell you, she was the coolest white lady. She was an older white lady married to a black man. Oh, okay, so there you go. There you go. Okay. But she was the coolest. But when I tell you, she made me admit some things that... I didn't really fully admit. So, you know, we got into depth about a lot of stuff. And, um, you know, my son is over there, but, you know, he may hear some stuff. But um, we got to a point where um, we were talking about being raped. And I said I was kind of raped by my stepbrother. She kept making me, you weren't kind of, you were. When I say I had to get it out and say I was, but it freed me up. You know, so in saying that, you know, she just helped me see a lot of stuff. And why at that 40, it was so many different transitions. I didn't understand that was happening and I couldn't see. Like my daughter. Oh, let me tell you a little bit about my background. So (laughs) um, I didn't live with my real mom until I was nine years old. Um, I lived with someone else who I thought was my mom. At the age of nine is when I went to live with my real mother. Um, However, some things happened to me when I was younger. Um, so I didn't realize she pointed out a lot that I was going through the motions because my daughter was a certain age where certain things had happened to me. But I didn't know that myself. Right. Right. I just knew I was becoming this emotional wreck. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, with the, the rape, having to admit that. So in saying that is that therapy works. 
you know therapy really works she got me to admit things that i didn't even want to admit and even still saying that that situation happened is kind of hard for me to say but i'm willing to say it because other people need to know that story to help them but it's the whole point of sometimes you just got to go deep in and say yes i was yes this happened to me you know what i mean so therapy works it works yes it works Drugs. I agree. Right. I so agree. And I just want to say that it's um, awesome that, you know, you chose that right path mm-hmm. and not let that be your crutch mm-hmm. of, oh, I'm going to be a whore of the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just going to be this way because this happened to me. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. so negative. You know, you didn't let that overcome you. Mm-hmm. You didn't let that get you. You just say, you know what? I'm going to take a stance and I'm going to be spokesperson to anybody out there that this has happened to that you can also still be awesome even that's though this right. happened to I you. don't know go ahead girl you know, that, that's so my program right you. there I feel you I feel you that's trust right. me because <laughs> I myself was down that dark path mm-hmm. um my mother and grandmother they actually put me through therapy mm-hmm. which is that's why I'm so big on that I don't see no problem with that mm-hmm. you know I was brought up in the church um prayer does work mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. I said you are born within Right, and it's your choice to live your heaven absolutely and how you generate and give back into the universe Mm -hmm. so it's up to you how you're treated and what you're destined mm, to be mm -hmm, and do mm -hmm, in life mm -hmm. period that's right you know you have your good days you have your bad days there's no such thing as bad luck it's Mm -hmm. just shit happens Mm -hmm. sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad sometimes it's awesome Mm -hmm. you be up here then you could be down there that's Mm -hmm. why you always gotta be Mm -hmm. humble Mm -hmm. and just say you know what that could be me that was me, mm-hmm. but I'm here now. I know that's right. And don't rely mm-hmm. on material things and never look down on nobody. Right, right. You know, right. Absolutely. Because it's, it's a lot of sick people out right here mentally that's out here battling these issues alone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're adults walking out here. They don't know they're mentally ill. Absolutely. They don't even know it. Yes, they don't no. even know it. Mm-hmm. And they're having children. And, and their children uh-huh. having children. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they're, excuse uh-huh. my French, but they're effed up. Yes, yes. You know, it's a Agreed. vicious cycle. It is. You know, is. and. It like is. you said, in the schools, we have to pray over our children when we send them out here. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that we can't take all the children in that's, that's needing our help. But at the same time, we got to protect ours. That's right. And build them and grind them and put that shield around them. That's right. So that maybe they can be that beacon light. That's right. And pass it on. I agree. My son's right. laughing at me all the time. My oldest son, before I drop him off the car, I'll be like, ah, come on, let's hold hands and pray. My youngest son be like, here she go. I'll be like, I don't care. That's right. I don't care. That's like, right. no, this is, this is what we do. Yeah. They get it though. They yeah. they talk smack, but they they see how God has worked. Mm-hmm. They see it, right. so I don't pay them no mind. That's right. They talk that smack, but they it's here. They feel it. They hear it's here. Yeah. They want to show you know. Yeah, he know. He know. He know. He know. That's yeah. right. That's, That's right. right. Definitely. That's right. Let me get into this uh, next situation. Um, yeah, I I was reading your bio and I seen that. Um, you have a job up in the um, prison system at uh, Riverside, <laughs> women. huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You got a title um, as the tr- transitional coach mm-hmm. at Riverside Women's Correctional Facility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the way, Riverside is that in Jersey? That's State Road. State Road. Yeah. Damn. Prisons they got up there, yo. Yo, shit crazy, yo. It's, it, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I won't work in that job, you know. But, um, yeah, so 
the name of the program is called the Chill Out Restablishment Program. Um, what exactly is that about, and what are your responsibilities for that program? So um, the Chill Out Reestablishment Program is a program. I basically, um, I actually saw it on Facebook. And basically what it is is um, being a transitional coach to women that are in prison. So it's like a kin meet. So you write to them, they write back, you know, you give, you encourage them and stuff like that. Um, actually, we are going to do our visit um, Friday where you just go sit down. It's like a counselor for them. Um so I signed up because I'm like, yo, I would love to just, again, my thing is giving back. Sometimes women are in prison because of things they've been through, you know? Um, so it's like, you know, everyone's human is just, again, getting to that inside and, and, and loving them and talking to them and just getting to know them. Um, so basically, transitional coach is basically just like a counselor. You write to them, give them encouraging things. Um, you meet with them, sit down and talk to them. Um, and when they do come out and they need certain resources, because you've been outside, you can kind of direct them to where to go. Um, also, God is good because when you start walking in his purpose, he just booms open doors. So um, while I was doing the transitional coaching, that's when I started my mentoring program as well. So I was just rolling with everything. So the lady who is in charge of the um, chill out program, we were having a meeting regarding our transitional coaching stuff. And she basically was like, when we're done, Max, I want to talk to you. She's yes, she is. She is. Um, and she was like, I was like, why? And she was like, well, I, the warden wants you to bring your mentoring program into the prison. And I was like, what? And when I tell you in my mind, I'm like, well, I ain't even really start rolling with it yet. But when God opened the door and he like, I prepped you, you prepped for this. So you just roll with it. So basically now I am also um, a mentor to four young women in the prison. Um, they are, um, I think, 17 and 18 um, and it's for young women and I will be their mentor and I actually will be there Tuesdays and Fridays from two to four, um, being their mentor, um, and just talking to them, directing them, just like I do on the girls on the outside, but these are girls on the inside. Wow. So, that's yeah. Awesome, yeah, that's, that's definitely awesome. Let me ask you, um, number one, is this a paying position? Oh, it's not paying. Not at all. Num okay. God bless this woman. You know what I'm saying? You, you have a beautiful spirit. Because I'm going to tell you, a lot of people start stuff like this just to get aid from the, you know, the they get aid from the government. And they use it as a hustle for these kind of programs. Mentoring programs, the Big Brothers Association. They just use it as a hustle and don't give a shit. But you give a shit. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you're not being paid for this. This is straight up off your good spirit and straight from the hustle. That's that's the greatest thing about this. But number two, um, you said four women, seventeen to seven. The age range is seventeen to twenty-one. Seventeen to twenty-one. Now, do you get to see what they in jail for, or you, they don't? Include no, that, okay. No. That's good. No, that's no. good. I, I'm that, glad that's I don't good. because I don't want to know. Right. Yeah, that's good. I need to look at them as human, as right. women. Um, you know, as women. That's all. Um, again, you know, as we all know, sometimes you're just a product of your environment. 
um, sometimes, again, things that have happened to you and you um, react in a, a bad way. Because to be honest, things that I've been through, I could have been one of those girls in prison. Hell, I could have been on drugs on either whether it's prescribed drugs or not. I know a lot of people in my family who have gone through stuff and they're on prescribed drugs or got to take a certain medication. So I'm no different than them girls in prison. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even want to know what they did. I just want to, again, do what God has me here for. And at the end of the day, no, I don't need to get paid because... It, it, it frees me to share my story. It makes me feel good to know that I'm helping someone. And when I'm long gone, my legacy will continue through generations. Just like I broke that generational curse, my vision is to have these women continue on and continue to break generational curses. Okay. Yeah. You know, it shows that you're not a hustler. You know, you're not trying to hustle people. You know what I mean? This is real from the muscle. A genuine genius. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, let me put the mic to you. I just said a genuine genius. Yeah. yeah. Real, talk. Real talk. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm going to ask you. What, what, yeah, this this question is like a. Not really a question, it's, it's just something I'll say to pretty much wrap up the interview. But. Okay. I'll let you say what you want to say before I get into that because it looks like you're about to go in about something. So <laughs> we could keep this thing going. I'm not really going to I was just going to say, um, you have an upcoming birthday? Mm-hmm. I wanted to shout out for a birthday because she's a Gemini. Ooh, June 20th. Yeah, she's a Gemini. Yes. So, um, you know, my mother, she was a Gemini. She was a strong woman. Really? What was yeah. her birthday? June 8th. Wow, yeah, she yeah. was a Gemini. Awesome. And, um, you know, I just see that strength because my mother was a Gemini, my grandma was a Leo. You mm-hmm. know, I don't mm-hmm. know who, if you follow the zodiac signs, mm-hmm. but it's, it has some truth to it. It does. It really has it some do. truth to it. <laughs> and uh, my mother, she was a go getter and she definitely had some things happen to her. Mm-hmm. And she passed it on to me and told me the truth and kept it with me. I know that's and right. I think that's why. I am the way I am now with my children. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it has to be a cycle, you know, a vicious cycle. It's passed on, passed on in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. and um, may she rest in peace. I wish she was here. I know Aww. she'd be smiling and happy and <laughs> clapping and everything like that. But I just find that a lot of... Oh, definitely. She was a mentor as well. A counselor, really? drug, drug counselor. Awesome. Yeah. Listen, you definitely. know what's so funny about that? I said if I was back in the day, I, I probably would have been a black panther. Yeah. I'm so serious. Listen. Like. Okay, listen. I mean, and she did it free. And that's when you said, when he asked you the question, you mm-hmm. said you do it and it's no money involved. You do right. it for free yeah, from yeah. the heart. She was doing that as well. And I was there with her when she was going over to the Boys and Girls um, Center over here on um, Germantown, Huntington mm-hmm, Park. Mm-hmm. I was there so, like, watching her mentoring. Right. You know, yeah. um, abused women, drug women on drugs of all races. Wow. Okay, because mm-hmm. a lot of them wasn't accepting the fact that just because you're Caucasian, you're no better than no one. I know like- this affects anyone, mm-hmm. anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get that straight. So once she established that with them and they understood that, then that's when they start opening up. Right, right. Because yeah, they yeah. see her coming in there, a woman of color. They're like, well, who think you? I'm oh, still she- better than you. But when she broke that down. That's when they loved her. Right, And right. that's where my vision and my strength came from. Mm-hmm. 
and understanding, knowing that no, I can't let what happened to me be my crutch. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be awesome. That's right. Whether it be me just walking down the street smiling, and somebody why you smiling so much, and I just mix, <laughs> you know, break it down for them real quick, and then right. they feeling good about themselves. Right. Yeah, yeah. Damn, she she made a difference in my life. Exactly. Just now, just that little just bit. Just a time. little bit. That's right. It doesn't That's even matter. Right. It's it just don't. talking. The littlest thing. The, the littlest, littlest things, things count. So I just you don't know give... how many times I be sitting there. So I'm gonna tell you an example. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, some store, mm-hmm. and um, the lady, the the cash register lady, white lady, mm-hmm. she was just venting about she was tired and how somebody had the day off, and, and I mean. I'm looking in the line, and then everybody looking like they're frustrated. Right. But she just kept going. I wasn't going to tell her to stop, although I can see the people like, well, this lady, hurry up. I want to pay for my stuff. Right. But she just kept talking. And then finally, when she was done, she was like, I thank you so much for listening. She bagged my stuff up. And I was like, no problem. You have a good day. But I'm just like, people have always done that to me. Like, I'll just, able to just vent, and I'll listen. And they be like, you know, sometimes just listening, that, that definitely means the world. Yeah, that definitely means the littlest really, thing. Because they don't yeah. have that. Sometimes no. they don't have that, you know, mm-hmm. Sometimes they get off of work or whatever the case may be, go straight home, but they got to work, 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 work. It's never a time to themselves to really vent or mm-hmm. talk about how they feel. Right, you exactly. Know? Everyone no, needs, no, everyone needs a venue. Yeah. They need that for them. <laughs> they need that for them. You write about that. Yeah. But, um, I just wanted to shout you out for your birthday. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm high about being Mexico. Woo! June 22nd. Hey, okay. Wait a minute. You got um, to shout out the fundraiser. Coming up oh, next Saturday, yeah. June 17th. Um, no, actually, that date has been changed. I, I meant to tell you. Yeah, we were having a fundraiser um, for Men of Courage, Team Inc. Um, Team Inc. is a nonprofit. Men of Courage is the male mentoring program. Um, it was supposed to be Saturday, June 17th, but that's been changed to August 5th. Oh, great. I yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> yeah uh, that just happened as of yesterday. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh. Support. That's yeah. right. Get out and support each other. We yeah. have to make it happen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, let me let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I want to make sure everything is promoted. Right. Hood Geniuses podcast. Um. Oh. You know what? Listen, and I was going to, but to be honest. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do keychains mm-hmm. and bags oh, because yeah. um, these are the shirts that we wear. I wear it when I do interviews and stuff. And when we go on our outings, all of us have it on. So I don't want everyone wearing it because just say someone's wearing it, they get into something, that's uh, that's going to mess up my program. Right. right. That's smart. So, that's yeah. Smart. But smart. I will have keychains and, and bags. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to let the people know out there that's not seeing your T-shirt. Her logo is popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the logo yeah. with the eagle and look like Yeah, it's popping, yo. Yeah, so um, the, the eagle, you know, represents strength. Right. Yeah. But it's also feminine. If you notice the way it's made, it's strength, but it's also feminine at the same time. Because it just represents a woman. Like yeah. we're beautiful, we're feminine, but you, you represent strength at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. And yeah. get the bag, get the bag, get the bag. Yeah, um, <laughs> So, I want to ask you this. I want to say, name three things you couldn't live without. Don't be laughing. My children. You got the shout out. (laughs) No, seriously, my children. Because at the end of the day, I know they're looking at me. I know they're watching everything that I do. And especially my sons. They, 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 like... 
their mom is the bomb. I'm just saying, you know. When I started talking about I'm the bomb, I'm like, oh, here she go. But then I see him smirking like, yeah, my mom is the bomb. Um, God, definitely, definitely shout out to God. Oh, because Lord, without him, Lord have mercy. I'm just going to say. Um, and thirdly, hmm. Hmm. Thirdly, what can I not live without? <sighs> um, I would just say... Mm, I don't know. Can I say this myself? My spirit, my just me. Can yes, I say that? Yes. <laughs> yes you know it. You know it. Because you know, with me, it's like um, you know, just like we just said, some people just need a person to vent right. to. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I have to be that person I vent to. I have to be that person to encourage myself. I have to be that person to say, Max, you got this, because there's a lot of times no one. So yes, I, I definitely need myself. To encourage myself to not give up and keep pushing. That's yeah. So, Miss Gooden, I want to thank you for coming on the Hood Geniuses podcast. It's been a pleasure of me and Lady T to sit in your presence and talk about everything you have to offer for these young queens of Philly or wherever. You know what I'm saying? I'm just wishing nothing but much success to your program. And, you know, I'm always here. Ashley, I, you know, we would like to welcome you back on some of our topics because a lot of the things we actually talked about in this podcast was, was some topics. <laughs> you know, we, yeah, like a, a few of the stuff we was talking about was, was uh, some past uh, topics on you know, some ep- other episodes or whatever. But I'm going to end this by saying what I always usually say dream hard and don't sleep forever. Think- oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I can't stop there. You got to shout out all where the people can follow you at social media and everything. Yes. Can't forget about that. Okay. You know I mean? Yes. <laughs> So on Facebook and Instagram, I am Woman of Valor seventy four. That is W O M E N of V A L O R. It's all one word and seventy four. And that's my Facebook and also my Instagram page. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? All right. So now I'm officially wrap up. You gotta say. You gotta, gotta say. She got the cape on the back. Yo. She got the cape. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely gotta clap it up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody give it up. You know what? It's so funny because people say that and I don't even see it. People like, well, you're just being who you are. Because I don't I don't see all of that. I just like I'm just doing yeah, exactly. So I I totally appreciate that because when I'm feeling like I can't when I think about what people said, it it gives me strength to keep going. So I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Yay. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So I know, right? Yep. I want to shout out Chilla Boo Red, Franziza Wine. That's what we were sipping on. You know what I'm saying? Good convo, good, you know, freedom of speech or whatever. But dream hard, don't sleep forever. We grinding and building, and we out here. Peace. <laughs>
You, you, you are now an official hood genius. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Y'all know what to do. Hit that follow button.